0: We're also on the marketing podcast network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her go subscribe. Okay. All
1: right. Got it. What's up Tommy? Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy what? new year. Happy Friday. I always think about Larry David. I said this last year, um, he stops saying. Actually, I don't think he ever says "Happy New Year," but I think the uh, the 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 underwriting work, or, or not the underwriting work, uh, actuarial work about when it's time to stop saying "Happy New Year" is around January eighth. But anyway, okay, yeah. So why? So, why is uh, it? I, based on how long? I don't know but that's, that's, that's the, that's the cutoff. But, uh, anyway, happy new year. Anyway.
0: Happy new year. Did you, did you, uh, listen to any, uh, of, uh, Jacko around new year's and and the BS around new year's resolutions?
1: Well, no, I mean, we know resolutions are bullshit. Yeah. 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 But, uh, anyway, welcome to take a breath with Joe and Tom, uh, Tom and my favorite podcast about business and life and everything in between. Um, it is January 12th, Friday. It's been a crazy week. We've had three yeah. named Nor'easters, the third being tonight. Yeah,
0: Connecticut, Connecticut gets smacked around. You we guys do. just get smacked with everything. We do. I know. It's beautiful here. But uh, anyway. Great yeah, great state.
1: Anyway, I want to start. Um, taxes,
0: taxes and weather.
1: Taxes suck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah i i could i'm too tired right now i could i could i could go off on so many things i don't (laughs) want to
0: open up you know a can of worms i'm just you know i'm just talking trying to get it going in
1: all seriousness i want to open up the show with so i had an experience we haven't talked about it on this show i had an experience in the summer one of my best friends uh we you know we we surf every saturday and sunday i live on a lake and something called wake surfing you could video it uh, or uh Look it up on YouTube if you don't know what wake surfing is. It's basically a a wake surfing boat produces a wave and you surf without holding on to anything. It's awesome. It's one of the best sports ever. Uh, But anyway, so we have a group of four of us and one of the guys uh, who was young. You know, we're all relatively, I mean, we're older, but relatively young still. Uh, Great shape. A, you know, just one of the greatest guys I know. But uh, anyway, we had a great morning. Um, and after, you know, on the boat ride home, he started feeling a little something in his chest and we all thought it was gas and nothing. And anyway, net net, I'm not going to go into the whole entire story, but he passed away that morning. Right. And it was uh, obviously a very sad event. Uh, I think about him every day. Uh, but it, 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 got me thinking, and this is why I wanted to open up with it, that, you know, uh, uh, you know, try to do things that you love because we were doing something that we loved and he died doing something he loved, which is great. But he decided to, you know, every more every Saturday and Sunday morning, do something that he loved. And that was a decision that he made. He could have been doing something else that he wasn't loving at that moment and would have died just the same. So, um, you know, there's a a thing. Jim Carrey gives a speech often about how his dad, um, chose the safe route for, uh, a profession. Um, and he, he was an accountant, uh, CPA and, and, and he lost his job. Like when he was like 55 or maybe even younger and he never really recovered, Mm -hmm. And Jim Carrey always says his father was hilarious, like funnier than Jim Carrey and could have been what Jim Carrey was. And Jim Carrey was like, you know what, that, that lesson, and this is where where I'm getting to my friend. The lesson is, is you could fail at something taking the safe route just as easy as you could doing, you know, going for it. So you may as well go for it and you may as well do things that you love, spend time with people that you love, because there's a stoic saying that at, at any moment, you can leave this life, right. and it's I saw it firsthand. I mean, we were belly laughing, having the greatest morning ever. He surfed. He did great. We used a new board. We were talking he was talking about plans that he had. He just started a new job, moved his daughter into their dorm room yeah. and he and he drops dead. and so that's the that's the opening statement. I don't mean to i mean, it's it's meant to make you feel
0: better not to make you No, feel- a lot I mean there's a lot of lessons uh to be learned in, in in stories like that and I'm so sorry to to hear that again I know I know he was a he just seemed like a great guy he I was. didn't know him but he's such a such a good uh good good spirit had great energy even I could even feel that over social media you know some yeah. people you can feel that energy absolutely um he used
1: to like every one of our posts
0: yeah 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 <laughs> But y'all, it also for for me, I I, I start thinking because because I'm I'm older than you, you know, and I'm I'm you know I'm I feel young, but but we're at that age where Absolutely. you do need to be proactive and and do certain things to to prepare for 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 that or for for death or bad things and and my wife and I were talking about it too. It's like you know uh, you know because our doctors around here they kind of get you in and out, you mm. know. They, they I just feel like. I don't feel like they really care, you know. They kind of like read the chart, do this. I mean, that's not and, just that's not just unique to where you live, but go ahead. It's bad. It's yeah. just bad. The the healthcare system now, I just I'm not not a fan of. Yes. So so my my what I'm saying is you have to be proactive and ask second and third level questions mm-hmm. and demand maybe a a, a calcium yeah. test or like a life screening test things that doctors kind of shy away from for one reason, or another, mostly cause they're too busy, you know, and uh, you have to do those things. And I, you told me a story about another friend after this happened, he went and got a test done and you, you finished that. Story. Yeah, so you, you mentioned it just now and
1: I, and I'm glad you did cause I wasn't taking it. But um, so he, my friend who passed away had a physical and had a clean bill of health. Um, you know, but there is a test, uh, called a calcium scan. And you basically go and I have to get one. Um, but, and your doctor, if your cholesterol is low and you know, there's no red flags, your doctor's going to tell you, you don't need it. Don't listen to your doctor. It's not covered under insurance. It's only a hundred. It's between, I've heard varying costs, depending upon where you live
0: tops. It's
1: anywhere from a hundred to 150 bucks, not covered by insurance. I've heard of stories, personal friends of mine, who were in perfect condition, marathon runners, go hiking all the time, uh, clean bill of health. They go get a calcium scan. And because of that scan needed an emergency bypass or needed a stent. Yeah. Um, you know, most people were fine, but there were two, possibly three stories, two, two guys that I know that, no, three stories. The sister of my buddy who was older, I don't know if I told you this, but because of my buddy passing away, she went to get the calcium scan and now has to get emergency bypass surgery. So obviously it was wow. hereditary. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the calcium scan—you ask. There's usually a center. Uh, it's usually not through where you go get your blood work or whatever. It's it's some other, you know, where they. I don't know if it's a radiology center. It's like a life Um,
0: screening campus or some probably there's offices. Like there's an office uh, about 20 minutes
1: away that does these, but anyway, a calcium scan. Yeah. And if it's a certain level that indicates that they investigate further and trust me, it it could save your life. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's That's great. I mean, it's on my list. Um, and I put it on my list because of, of this story of this, you know, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. And, um, again, um, doctors around here these kind of get you in and out and and i don't, I don't I'm, not, I'm not a fan of that I, it happened to me yesterday with yeah. the dermatologist i, I swear <laughs> yeah, the guy I didn't see. even look at me he's like you're good i'm like yeah, sure yeah, what about
1: yeah, this yeah. Like, getting, eh. here, I'm
0: like, should we say anyway an should we email or send you the invoice no, they're okay.
1: <laughs> like yeah your copay went up i'm
0: like yes yeah, right yeah. anyway yeah.
1: tommy yeah. let's talk about some
0: business here
1: hey. um so where should we uh, begin?
0: Okay, I don't. I got something. Yeah, man, go for it. I, I do. I'm going to start the year, I got kid. Something. I I wrote it down this morning, um, and I I just thought about it. I wanted to get your take on it. So this Love is it. fresh. It's up. um, but like you know, people come out of the out of the new year. You know, come out of the the gate. Some people come out of the gate running strong. Some people come out slow. Whatever the case, but you know, since since the new year started, you know, I'm getting a lot of a lot of invites linkedin invites i'm mm. sending invites and all that my question to you is if somebody sends you an invite or you send an invite and somebody accepts that invite does that warrant a 5 minute conversation with that person and here's why i'm asking that because i'll get i'll get invites and i'll accept the invite and i'm like hey thanks for the invite you know, let's, let's um, next week, let's have a five minute intro call just to start the relationship or start talking. I'm thinking to myself, if you are sending me an invite or accepting invite and you want to be part of my network and want to take advantage of the network and and the people that I'm associated with, why don't we have a call? Why don't we have a five minute call? I I'd say it's about a 20%, maybe 25% chance that, when I ask for that call, somebody will respond with within a day or two saying let's let's chit chat. But I'm getting a, a lot of people just don't don't get back or they don't want to get on the call. So so why why send me an invite? I'll this tell you why. This isn't Facebook. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I think you bring up an important
1: point. I think uh first of all, I don't think there's a right or wrong to your to your question. Um I'm guilty of what you just said. I'll accept an invite. Somebody wants to get on with me and I ignore uh, sometimes uh, because I get a lot of them. Um, There are times where somebody will send me an invitation and I'm thinking to myself down the line, like, all right, let me, let me link in now down the line. This may come in handy, uh, you know, for some reason, like based on their business or based on their title, like, there's so many different reasons to accept an invite, uh, but just because you
0: accept an invite does not mean I'm ready to get on a call. Right? right. But if you're not, if you don't get on a call, if you don't get on a five-minute intro bullshit and call, then you're not. You're then the relationship is not real. It's false. It's just. It's just that social media presence that almost like Facebook that it doesn't become real until you actually talk to somebody for five or 10 minutes. So what if I don't need your service? Like I can at least, you know, have a conversation and say, Hey, thanks. You know, like, I appreciate the invite. I don't need your service. This is why, but maybe we can work together this way or down the road, or even get back to the person and say, Hey, I can't get on now. I appreciate it. Why don't we schedule something for two months from now or whatever? Why, why have a network if you're not willing to actually talk to somebody, I think it's becoming more of a problem. Everyone it's, it's, it's more like our communication is more, it's all social, it's DM, it's this and that. I don't, I've, I rarely, I've never, I don't think I've ever done business with somebody that I haven't spoken to. You no, know? Uh, yeah, De- definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just think it's situation. No, I'm you're just thinking yeah, of my I own. You're kind of, I, I, you're going the other way, which I'm glad. Like I just, uh, this morning I just thought about it and I'm like, I'm going to ask Joey to see what his take is.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's right. a clear cut answer. Right. I think that there are sometimes you can tell based on a profile, based on their posts, you know, you do a little due diligence and you're like, you know what, this is someone that I, I, I do think yeah. we should speak. Then they, I mean, I think they fall into different buckets. Like right. this one is someone that I'm targeting in there. It, it, it belongs to an industry that I'm targeting Um, I don't necessarily have time to talk to them now, but I want to link in with them and I don't want to remember to link in with them later. Um, I also get requests, you know, for lead gen that, yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. which, which we're interested in. Right. But I don't want to talk to you this week. Right. So, I and I will tell, Hey, this is good. Let, you know, you know, check back with me, but you just, I mean, the truth is, is I get, I. I mean I get a lot of these a day and if I if I were to do what you're suggesting take time with each one
0: as they come in I, that that would disrupt my day. Um, right. it's, it's too just, many. It's, to me I'm starting to narrow down who's actually in my network or not. Like I'm starting I want to clean it up. It's a you know it's obviously it's a new year's task whatever, but I want to clean it up to to make sure that the network has value. Like if I I'm not, I'm, I'm starting not to, ex- I'm not accepting every invite that comes through. No, me neither. If, if, if you're totally, no, outside of my, if you're yeah. so outside of my box, there's no, there's no need for it. It, 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 then it. Then it just becomes messy, you know? Um. So yeah, anyway, it's just something I, I was thinking about this morning. And again, you know, the more, the more people you talk to, the the relationships then become real. Um. And it's just not this kind of, you know, throwing stuff over the, uh, the transit. No, I, I agree.
1: And, and look, yeah. I mean, this is, yeah. uh, you know, a transition, what I'm about to say, but, yeah. you know, in addition to that, um, you know, uh, being in person and uh, there's no, yes. even you know, yeah. th- there's no substitute for that. And right. I, I was, I was one of those people because of the nature of our business, selling software, we do a lot of presentations online. It's easier to do. It's actually more effective, but, you can give your presentation online but i don't think there's any um uh, substitute for meeting in person agreed you know i i went yeah. to yeah. Uh, a networking lunch in december a lot of uh, architectural engineer commercial construction real estate people um and you know what i want to say about this is if you're showing up on time you're late um, because I showed up about 10 minutes early. Yeah. And I was just standing with some the people who were running the event and just, you know, kind of chit-chatting, BSing with them. But everybody who would walk in would first say hello to those people. I got I'm um, uh, you know, these cards all happened uh within the first 10 minutes of the networking lunch. Right. And I wouldn't have gotten those because if I would have showed up on time, there was a speaker, there was a lunch, and then everyone left. You can't <laughs> you can't talk or mingle. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you know, again, being on time is late. Get right. there early and just start talking. Right. And I, I I got cards for guys who were online at the bar. Hey, what's up? What do you do? Oh yeah, I got some software that yeah. uh and, hey, I'm interested. Yeah. Get, that was it. I didn't see him for the rest of the day. And I, and I got a demonstration out of it. Right. So, so you know, um,
0: yeah, no, like, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, and just the power, and this can't always happens. Cause I mean, no. this can't always happen because we, we do, we do work globally, but regionally, if yeah. you, if you have a conversation with somebody on the phone, so you link in, you accept the invite, you have the conversation and then you run into them at a networking event. It's so easy to start the conversation. Like it's like you know them. But like sometimes and, by, and, and the opposite. And the opposite. Like sometimes, like if I'm linked in with somebody, I'll see somebody in the network and I'm like, oh, we're we're linked in. Okay, you know. No, it's but if you start, if you start that dialogue and you it, it just becomes real. And then what the minute something becomes real, then you then that that relationship has the the option to say, I'm interested, or I'm not, and that's helpful too. I, I need to know if you if you have no interest more, just as much as I do. If you have interest, you know, it's just this filtering process to to get down to who needs our value. And you know, and that's, and you know, that's, I'm that's
1: just it. thinking about what you're saying because
0: you know you bring up a good point
1: about LinkedIn to go back to that. But that's why I believe what we're doing is so important at uh, uh, podcasting. Yeah, because yeah. you link yeah, in with someone, it. you don't have time to, t- and then they go to your profile. And then they look at your postings and they're like, oh, all right, here's Tom. Let me check this guy out. All right, I'll link in with him. You know, I feel like I know this guy. Uh, You know, I I was talking to that guy. um, I want to have him on our podcast, uh, Zach Reisler. Yeah. Um, The Legion.
0: Oh, no, the young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You were on with him yesterday,
1: right? I had, I wish I videoed it. I even told him at the end because I could have chopped it up and, and posted it. This kid is so interesting. He is us now. And he's
0: 18. Wow. Awesome.
1: I'm not kidding. I mean, he, and by (laughs) the way, he was a guest. He was telling me a bunch of stories, two, two things. Uh, And we're going off script, but it's all right. this is good. um, The first thing is he was invited to be on a podcast with some guy, you know, some entrepreneur. And immediately after the podcast, the guy loved him so much on the podcast that he hired him at 18, uh, he's 18 years old, hired him at like $1,200 a month, uh, a month, 18 years old uh, doing SEO for him. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so I'm, my point is, is that it was the podcasting that got him that gig, right? He was a he was a guest on a podcast. The, the 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 guy whose podcast it was was at the end was like, "Dude, that was a great show. I want to hire you." That's number one. Number two, the biggest account this kid has ever gotten was because he had a calend- Calendly link on his website. Never talked to the guy. Never didn't didn't reach out to him. Some guy saw his podcast. Went to his website, clicked the Calendly link for an appointment and he got any, and it was the biggest deal he ever closed. Wow. wow. So we've been talking about having Calendly for how long we got to yeah. have a link on our website. Uh, anyway, that yeah. Anyway, that was, I was writing, I was
0: writing notes. Talking you to own me. that. That's, that's in your, that's on your list, right? It is on my list. teasing <laughs> you. Um, um, I, love it. But I love it. entrepreneurs, man. We
1: want, we wear all the hats, but um,
0: ahead. podcasts. Um, it, they are great. You can, you can really get to know somebody and know who they are and just, uh, it's, it's a good, uh, it's a great, um, that's a great tool. It really
1: is. Anyway. So I was to it
0: more too. Um, yeah, cool. Awesome.
1: Um, uh, so cu- cu- couple of, oh, so I mean, we've talked about this, um, and it was actually funny because Zach asked yesterday, you know, I was, I was teaching him like, you know, if you go after everyone, you know, you're not going to reach anyone. Uh, you know, if you have something for everyone, you have something for no one. And I'm like, look, even though merge analytics, any company with a website should use us. But in terms of a marketing message, we, we found our niche in in two places really uh, with, with AEC architecture engineering, commercial mm-hmm. construction and, market b2b marketing agencies
0: and and i and fractional uh that's starting to become a a new audience too i consider
1: the b2b agencies yeah Yeah, okay
0: the same yeah okay i
1: I would say it's one of the same but we should i want you to talk about that the fractional in a second
0: yeah um
1: but you know we talk about how aec companies are getting the best analytics by far. I mean, the most actionable, like analytics, they could actually take action on, you know, like they see a company name and they see the pages and they could read, they know who to reach out to and they know what their need is and they're successful. I mean, it, I don't know. I I still haven't figured out why they're getting the best analytics. Oddly enough, the marketing agencies we're working with
0: get the worst. Okay and sometimes... on their site on their site not not their client sites no you client, right. their client no, that's sites that's important yeah yeah that's important yeah absolutely it's just funny yeah yeah it's funny yeah. and i can't quite figure
1: that out either um yeah. uh but anyway there are times when somebody says hey uh, usually when they're not getting analytics this isn't working for us and the thing that comes to my mind and the headline that I have on our doc is it's not us, it's you, right? Right. And it it's not us. We're just reporting. You know, again, no analytics is analytics like that. We're right. we're telling you nothing's ha- like that's you know just zero. That's a that's a number. You know, right. uh, do SEO, do email marketing. It's not us, it's you. And and the and you know then they stop. So if you don't get analytics, you stop. You stop looking and then you're, and then you're like, ah, it's not useful. I saw a quote that reminds me of this is that people don't look at the weather report when it's nice outside, right? They only look at it when it's not nice. And these companies that are struggling usually, who aren't getting good analytics, you know, that's when they're, depending upon these analytics, but they're not getting the analytics that they need.
0: So anyway.
1: Uh, well, it's it, funny.
0: It's, it's funny because as you're, as you're talking um, you know, about, about products like Merge Analytics and, and Merge Analytics specifically, I think it, we, we are the messenger, And it's funny how people <laughs> react to the truth mm. because that's what Merge Analytics is delivering. They're delivering the truth. So if you're a company and the truth is you're not getting activity or nobody wants or is aware of your brand, that truth is going to sting and you're going to look for, you're going to look to blame somebody. Absolutely. Don't blame Merge Analytics. We're just, we are taking the information that you have compiled on your servers and we're giving it to you in a fashion that you can understand. And take action on and take action on if your company that is getting actionable activity and you know how to onboard it and all that that's the truth and guess what you're gonna be happy because you can use that information we, we see um, the we've yeah. had we have proof of this <laughs> yeah yeah so so that, i mean that's why I, I we we were very passionate about our product but it's it's such a neat product because there's no hokiness around it. There, no SEO and Legion. gen. There's a lot of voodoo. There's a lot of there's a lot of smoke gray, and mirrors. There's a lot of gray hairs. A lot of smoke and air mirrors. Merge Analytics delivers the truth. Yeah, I like and, it. And, truth and, hurts and that, sometimes, and the truth does hurt. You <laughs> know, or the truth hurts, or the truth is it's is beautiful. exciting. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But but the truth is the truth, and you have to start with the truth. To then have another goal or another end result, you know, um, because otherwise, and I've been posting about this. Otherwise, you're you're either chasing robots or you're chasing fabricated data and you're just spending all this time pretending something exists and it doesn't. Yeah, so, like Merge so
1: Analytics is talking to you. It's yeah. saying like, dude, your traffic is not good. Yeah. You know, or or your traffic is non-actionable. You know, so what does that mean? Okay. Right. email marketing with MailChimp
0: or active campaign,
1: right? Get you email addresses. Anyway. And as a
0: segue, I think that's why we're starting to really, really penetrate the 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 fractional marketing officers. And they they we started to to get more of those on board with merge analytics because as they're doing all this stuff for their clients, the SEO, the email marketing, all that, merge analytics not only delivers stuff automatically to inboxes. So as they're working, their clients are getting that information, which is such a value add because the, the, the fractional marketing officers don't have to do anything. Merge Analytics does it for them on their own. It does it automatically. And they're getting, they're getting the accolades for it. Yeah, Absolutely. Because with, with their branding, if they white label Merge Analytics, they don't even know what Merge Analytics is. This is, this is probably one of the most important things. And it's funny because I talked to a lot of fractional marketing officers and they think Google Analytics is a bunch of shit. Absolutely. And you know why? Because they don't filter out all the garbage. And, the, and Merge Analytics does. So they will still utilize Google Analytics. It has its value. But it's, the value is certainly not understanding information easily. And the value is certainly not filtering out a bunch of shit that makes you run around and chase robots. Merge Analytics will do that. It does not it. It's like it's like the the final the final intelligence report yeah. that actually has value and you can act on. It's so right. all all that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, you. No, no, no. I was yeah. gonna make a joke. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah. No,
1: it's like the rug in Big Lebowski. It ties the whole room together.
0: There you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, um, you're absolutely right. And 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 just to put a bow on it, like you know, white labeling merge analytics and having that as a tool as a fractional CMO when you come into a new engagement right away, you're providing analytic, you're you're, you're making a difference right away. And merge analytics can be that diagnostic test, like a blood test, urine, ana- urine analysis that a right. doctor does that, that says, based on what I'm seeing, this is what we should do. Right. Uh, you know, based on your cholesterol, you should have a statin based on your
0: analytics from merge analytics. You should do SEO or whatever. Same thing. Anyway, if you're if you're a fractional marketing officer that that runs away from Merge analytics because it delivers the truth, well then shame on you. You're not a, you're not a good marketing officer. You're 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 the, you're one of those that are the delivering the voodoo reports. A million likes. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. We got a couple uh, minutes. Recommendations. Go. Oh, I got a couple here. Uh, I read Rework over over break. Uh, Jason Fried was one of the co co writers. I, I forget the other writer. A uh, fantastic book. Just a real practical for any entrepreneur should read this book because it's it's just a real approach to how to start uh, a, a business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not it's not it doesn't it reads well. It reads easy. It's not like all this textbook stuff. Um, and they kind of go against the grain. Like when I'm reading it, it, it's it spoke to me. I mean, it it, it oh, really. Definitely. It really, it really, um, approach entrepreneurship very much the way we have and we do. Um, and I liked it because we actually use one of their products that put them on the map, which is Basecamp. That's right. Uh, The guy who wrote
1: the book created Basecamp. It's a
0: fantastic, like they denounce like words like startup and even business plan, you know, all the stuff that you think you need to do to start a business they're like no 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 and they really focus on how to do things uh within a budget Hmm. and and all that i I just i really Uh thought it was an easy read and i loved it yeah i'll check it out Uh, and another one uh no that's it oh another one yeah that's it that's it good you sure yeah okay yeah sure yeah that's good Ah. yeah (laughs) go go
1: uh mine is uh the movie Wonka. Yeah, that was good. Um, it was good. fantastic. It's a new classic. Yeah. Um, it's obviously, you know, it, it's it's a prequel to. They 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 basically don't acknowledge the Johnny Depp one, right? So yeah, this I is they didn't like the Johnny Depp. No, and and yeah. so the Gene Wilder, you know, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, was an amazing. You know, every kid growing up, I think, watched it. Um, but this one is a musical, which I wasn't expecting, and I can't stand right. musicals, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, I thought... I forget the guy's name. Uh, Shamal... Timothy... Yeah. Shamal... Whatever his name is. Yeah. Was fantastic as a young yeah. Gene Wilder. Yeah. The one who stole the show was Hugh Grant. Stole the movie. Yes. Stole it, the movie. Yeah. He was an Oompa Loompa. I, he, he was just,
0: hilarious. It, it was awesome. He did such a great job.
1: Uh, I forgot I, you saw it.
0: Yeah. yeah um, I, I'm glad they did a prequel because I just... No one can live up to gene wilder totally. like that i i don't i just love the the original wonka willy wonka oh, but but i thought i thought the same thing like when they first started and there was like this musical i'm like hmm. yeah was, me too i took but then when i when i when it wrapped up i was completely entertained they they just they tied it all together and uh it was it was uh i it was thought great. it was
1: fantastic you're right
0: man Hugh Grant was fucking great he was great
1: <laughs> he was great <laughs> But uh, anyway, Tommy, wishing you health, happiness, prosperity, and all of our listeners the same. Awesome. And uh, more to come, kid. Cheers. Amen.
0: This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.